0: Then you will truly be successful And we know all things work together for the good to work together the good to work together. Oh. And we know all things work together for the good to work together the good to those who love God That's on your lips. Jesus, on your lips. to those who are called oh, on his day and night. according to his, he to purpose. It's his purpose, not mine.
1: hello everybody it is day 55 of our 90-day challenge and the topic for today is hunger games the gospel according to Matthew chapter 4 verse 1 through 11. Then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down for it is written. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and angels came and attended him. And that ends our reading for today. Again, our topic is Hunger Games, which I'll explain a little bit more in a moment. In August of 2013, I heard Pastor Darius Daniels preach a sermon that changed my entire perspective about temptation and our response to it. Jesus, as we read today, after fasting for 40 whole days and 40 nights, was hungry. Like many of us, Jesus longed for sustenance and fulfillment. If you had been fasting for 40 days... Put in the chat what your first meal would be. As for me in my house, I would have had some snow crab legs with extra old bay and a few blue claw crabs with a side of sorbet. I would have some shrimp, pick and peel shrimp. Yes, with some Old Bay and I would have some New England clam chowder. I might even have some greens, some beans, some potatoes, some tomatoes, some ham, some ram. I have totally lost focus of this purpose thought. Now, what was I talking about? Hunger games? Yes. After fasting 40 days, Jesus longed for fulfillment and sustenance. After being deprived for so long, These hunger pangs made him more susceptible to falling than normal. But when the devil comes to tempt Jesus, Jesus replies, it is written. I want you to write that down. It is written. The first time the devil tempts him by saying, turn this stone into bread. Jesus says, it is written. The second time the devil offers Jesus authority in exchange for worship, Jesus responds, it is written. Y'all, the third time the devil says, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down because the devil loves the dramatic and the devil tries to do to Jesus what he often succeeds at doing to us. He tries to waste our energy by proving something to someone who is insignificant to your destiny. (laughs)
0: Let
1: me repeat it. The devil tried to do to Jesus what he has successfully done to some of us because he knows he can't win. So what he tries to do is waste your energy by proving something to someone who is insignificant to your destiny. And still, Jesus says, it is written. The point that Pastor Darius Daniels made those years ago was so simple and so poignant. He said this, y'all, Jesus responded, it is written, but Jesus never said, I don't want it. Jesus responded, it is written, but he never said, I don't want it. In other words, Jesus never said, I'm not hungry. I bind the spirit of hunger. I don't want no bread right now. You know why? Because he wanted it. More than likely, he wanted bread. And as a human deprived of food, he was naturally hungry. But when it came time to respond to temptation, he put the word over his wants. He put what was written over the hunger pangs in his own belly. You see, the issue I think that we're dealing with now is that often we are crying from the mountaintops, but this is what I want and this is the truth. But just because it is the truth and it is a fact doesn't mean that your wants outweigh God's word. So Jesus spoke the word over his opinion. He spoke the word as a reminder to himself that it is better to be hungry and serve God than to be full and lose God. And if you don't believe me, talk to a brother by the name of Esau. My friends, what does this have to do with purpose? Everything. Please do not let your hunger pangs distort your destiny. I want you to stay centered in Christ. And most importantly, don't lose 40 days of consecration to a slice of bread. Don't lose a whole birthright to a bowl of soup. Don't go through 50 some odd days of a 90 day challenge only for the tempter to make you eradicate The last 50 days with something that you won't even want after you eat it. There's so much in store for you. And even though you're hungry, even though I'm hungry, even though hunger is a natural proclivity of humanity, I must choose God over my cravings. I have to declare the word as I remind myself that I don't belong to myself. And this is when we slide into true maturity in Christ. We move from the babes who need to be burped. Into the mature Christians who embrace self-discipline, we deny ourselves, we take up the cross, and we follow him. Yes, people have misused that and misappropriated that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, you know, when the enemy's trying to derail your focus, and now it's time to stop giving in. True maturity in Christ stares the devil directly in the face and sees what he's offering and says, I want God more. So stop expecting temptation to look like something you don't want. I'll say it again three times. Stop expecting temptation to look like something you don't want. Stop expecting temptation to look like something you don't want. Stop expecting temptation to look like something you don't want. If you didn't want it, it wouldn't be temptation. A friend of mine was offered an awesome position at a mega church several years ago. At first, he was being compensated for his travel each week, but soon he discovered that the church had all the wrong motives. It was about building the largest institution for their namesake, and not necessarily for the name of Christ. In this church, Christ was a footnote, not the headliner. So he told the church he would no longer serve there because it did not agree with his own personal convictions, and they offered him more money. 60000 per year, what do you think? He prayed about it and came back with a no. And they increased his salary by 10,000 more. Some of us would have screamed, this is God, because we have what my friend LeVon taught me the other day, confirmation bias. And confirmation bias is when you look for God to confirm what you already want to do. (laughs) Jesus, that's so good. But where there is no peace, there is no God. I don't care how many benefits they put in your package. If you don't have peace, you don't have God. And something in his spirit assured him this was temptation. But here's the thing, y'all. He needed the money. But he turned down the position and decided to obey God, not his hunger pangs. You see, because hunger pangs are nothing more than hunger games. And the enemy wants to play a game with you so that he can prolong purpose from showing up in the world. This is what I know to be true. Very often, God is calling us to hunger after righteousness, not riches. We must be careful not to mistake a blessing for a curse, a test for temptation, the love of God with the lust of man. Isn't it funny that the same thing that some people call prosperity in church could also be the same stuff that the devil tempted Jesus with in the wilderness? More bread. More worship more acclaim, more power. The enemy sees that you're trying. And when the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. Don't confuse the American dream with the will of God. So today is your day to say it is written. Make sure that as you build your business, that you are also in alignment with God's will. Make sure that as you understand purpose and you understand the next opportunity that God has put before you, that you are putting the word in divine alignment with the wants so that I will not worship my wants more than submit to his word. This is all about purpose, and I pray that you will open your eyes to see that when you complete this test, God will surround you with angels to come and to restore you. In fact, some of you are God's dispatched messengers to help restore someone after they have gone through a tumultuous test. Do not let your hunger games change your hunger pain. At the end of the day, it's all about him. Let's get to work. It's day 55 of our 90 day challenge and I wanted to title this one, Hunger Games. I haven't seen Hunger Games, at least before I actually felt inspired to title today's Purpose Thought Hunger Games. I hadn't heard of it personally. But when I looked it up and I saw that Hunger Games grossed over two billion dollars, I knew this was something that many people can connect to. I also know that there was an original Hunger Game happening in the Gospel of Matthew, right around chapter four, between Jesus and the devil. The Bible opens up in Matthew four with some powerful language that I do not want you to forget. It starts this way. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit in the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. That whole sentence deconstructs a lot of our theology around what the enemy does and what God allows, what happens when god sends you into a wilderness to be tempted of an opponent what happens when you have to deal with someone hacking your social media page and now you have to start all over what happens when you lose your entire manuscript and you think it was the devil but it was god protecting you from venting too much information without permission what do we do with the hunger games the reality is that the world is hungry. People want money, fame, and fortune. But what do you hunger for? The lesson that I get from Matthew 4 is very, very simple. Do not confuse the will of God with the American dream because everything that the tempter tried to get Jesus to do is often the very things that we look up and call prosperity. Make sure that the fortune you gain is because of the God you serve. The most important part to Matthew four is how Jesus dialogues with the devil. Three times the devil offers a hunger game and Jesus never says, I don't want it. Instead he said, it is written. Translation, just because you are holy now doesn't mean you won't get hungry and still put the word on it. Put the word on it so that you are not making business decisions because of your ego. Put the word on it so that you have a restriction even to the things that you are believing God for. You are going to win. Your purpose is going to exclaim. But make sure you get in control those hunger games.
2: Love.